podcast listeners, Jeep and Bubba here, and I come to you from my Jeep. I am riding out to Alabama right now from Georgia to uh, go pick up a drawer system for my LJ. I am currently sitting in traffic, and so you'll hear the hum of the LJ and the whizzing of the cars in the HOV lane, the carpool lane, as I sit here and watch them pass because it's just me in traffic in Atlanta, but that's pretty typical. It's just that time of day. Anyways, while I have a little bit of time uh, at my disposal here as we just inch along and the Jeep's not too loud from the roaring tires and the exhaust, I figured I would uh, go over something that's been on my mind recently. So, I know you guys, if you listen or if you know anything about me, you know that I own a company called Black Bear Off-Road. And right now, we're mostly just a website, blackbearoffroad.com. And I sell parts online through Facebook Messenger, through Instagram Messenger, on the website. And people call in or, you know, people that know me reach out and say, hey, I'd like to get this, that, and the other. And we sell it to them. But I also do builds at my house and uh, at my family shop in Buford, and um, which is not like a mechanic shop. It's just a building that we own. But anyways, we... Uh, I've been doing some installs and working on a TJ right now, and I've worked on a JL earlier this month, and I'm going to be working on another one uh, here shortly, but, um, and actually have another cool and exciting build coming up possibly at Comanche here shortly, so I'm looking forward to that, but um, long story short, I kind of, uh, I went to myself the other day, yeah, I went to myself, and I said, you know, next spring to summer, we're opening a shop. Now, this is not something I just said to myself. That was already a plan that I had. And if you had unlimited funding, which I don't, what kind of shop would you like? And I don't have unlimited funding, so my shop's either going to be me paying rent to be in a building that's in a decent location, or I'm going to be putting... Uh, a metal building or some sort of building on the property where I live so that I could uh, already have the land and the building would be affordable and it kind of can expand what I'm doing and then I can move into another building with the location I prefer but it I challenge myself to say okay you, you know you're starting from humble beginnings but um, which a lot of companies did like JCR Fruit started in uh Brian's mom's garage and then they expanded to a pole barn and then they expanded to another building and now they're in a huge facility uh two different buildings uh and um you know do a lot of stuff in-house that originally was just Brian and Daryl and some of the things that wrap my brain is like how do I employ somebody when I barely pay myself at this point and uh should I get funding or not get funding but I thought it'd be fun instead of to worry about all the little small stuff is to go and think about what would be my end goal. What would be my end goal one day? What do I want to accomplish? And I would like to open up the greatest off-road shop that ever existed. Now, I would hope that anyone who opens up a shop, whether it's to do off-road or to do performance vehicles... Uh, or just to do general maintenance, hopes to be the best that ever existed. 
maybe not to, I want to make the most money ever made selling tires or doing whatever. I, I, want, I would hope they would think they'd want to be the best all around. Now for me in particular, I want to be the best all around. I've proven time and time again in my other employers that, you know, I'm willing to maybe lose a little on a sell or spend a little bit more time, but make sure you have the right part and make sure that you get the proper customer service. That's a proven track record for myself and it's made me friends and relationships and and people who I don't even wouldn't call customers anymore. Uh, they're more like family because I treat them the way I would treat family or whatever. And, and that's sort of a humble brag, but it's just the way I do business because I don't want to do a quick sale to you and never hear from you again. Um, that's not a selfish thing. I would prefer to be able to help you down the road whenever you come into uh, the time where you need me. And I want to tell you where that comes from. For me, it comes because I love building things, but more particular vehicles. I first kind of hit that love when I was 15 years old and I got my first truck. I didn't even have a driver's license yet. And I just, I got an LMC catalog and I'd go through and I'd just circle everything I wanted, you know, on that truck. And I watched, you know, uh, Truck U and, and, and shows like that. I watched Chip Foose and Overhauling and, um, you know, it was kind of the fast and furious age, kind of the middle of that. And I've gone through phases of different vehicles that I've put poured my heart into passions, but I'm really set on the off-road overland world because not only does the vehicle the Jeep or say it would be a truck or a forerunner or something like that fit my lifestyle. It fits my lifestyle because uh, I hunt, I fish, I like to camp. So like all those things I can do easier out of a Jeep than I can out of a Corolla. Um, I say that because there's a Corolla right in front of me in traffic. <laughs> I'm not picking on Corollas. But, uh, that, and that's just my opinion. But when I'm thinking about a shop, the best overall shop, what would that mean? Like, and, and I'd like to challenge you, you know, introspectively to think about, you know, whatever you're doing out there. You don't have to be an entrepreneur, but like, what is it that you want to be the best at? Or do you want to be the best at? Or what's your end goal? Like, if you're working at uh, uh, Publix right now, do you want to be the GM? Or you want to own your own grocery store one day? Or do you just want to cruise by? Uh, and be, you know, just a cashier and that's good enough or whatever. Like, think about, like, what, what would be your end goal? And if, if you go, well, I don't want to be here forever, then maybe you should make a change in your life. You know, that's what I did. Um, when my daughter was born, I decided, you know, I really wanted to move back and be around my family. But I also knew I think it's time for me to start my own business. Uh, I, I, everyone in my, almost everyone in my immediate family is an entrepreneur of some sort. And uh, I knew it was time. So thinking, and I want to get to the subject matter. If you could build the best of something, and for me, it'd be the best off-road shop of all time, what would you want out of the best off-road shop of all time? Now, since you can't answer that immediately back to me, feel free to reach out to me on social. Uh, We're on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and of course, podcasts, all under the name Jeep and Bubba, J-E-E-P-I-N-B-U-B-B-A, and also at blackbearoffroad.com, or just blackbearoffroad on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, or you can shoot us an email if you're an email person. Uh, info at blackbearoff-road.com. That's blackbearoffroad.com with a dash in between because it's proper. Anyways, you can reach out and you can answer that question if you feel like it. If you don't feel like it, hey, no big deal. Anyways, I'm going to answer for me what that would be. Now, two of my favorite stores on this planet to walk into, I don't always like the prices, but two of my favorite stores, uh, actually, I'll probably say three. I'll put three in there, but two of my favorite stores to walk into, uh, and number one being Bass Pro Shop. I love Bass Pro Shop. And number two would be REI, and third would probably be Home Depot. I like walking into those three places. Now, the reason I like Bass Pro Shop the most is it's actually probably the most affordable um, place to get outdoor things besides Academy Sports. If you got Academy Sports in your area, Academy's uh, got a good price, but they are actually more sports centric. So the you know their selection smaller, uh, but the price is really good. But if you're gonna go in person to retail stores, I love walking in Bass Pro Shop and. REI, I really like. The one thing I don't like with REI is the prices, but I love that they specialize in things. And I really like Home Depot, and Home Depot's not going to really fall into this category. I just like the smell, of the, the sawdust. I like uh, brand new shiny shovels and lawnmowers and grills <laughs> and, and tools and nuts and bolts. And who, I mean, I don't know. Just It's exciting. Uh, I used to, my, one of my favorite things to do was just to walk into AutoZone. It's not that way anymore. Uh, it used to be in, in the car culture, if you worked at AutoZone, that was a cool thing. Now it's kind of a negative thing because they got to where they just weren't even hiring automotive people. They're just hiring random people and then they train them about, you know, 15 seconds and just throw them on the counter. And uh, I'm sorry if you work at AutoZone and you're listening to this. You know, I'm sure you're fantastic. You know, if I can get on a quick rant... The other day, this lady was like, why aren't you putting synthetic in your Jeep? It has to have it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's a 2005 Jeep Wrangler with 4.0, but it has 203,000 miles on it. I just want to run high mileage. If you read uh, Oil & Loop magazine, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, and, and you look at the highest ranked uh, high mileage oil in the market. It's Valvoline. It has been for a very long time. Now, if you're looking at synthetics, there's a lot of debate out there. Like, is it Mobile One? Is it uh, Royal Purple? I'm not going to get into that. And I know a lot of people like Lucas and a lot of people like Amsoil and all that stuff. But Valvoline has ranked the highest in high mileage for a long, long time. And you may say that they pay for that. I don't know. But I've had a lot of good success with the 4.0 motors and Valvoline oil. And there's a lot of people who run it. So, And I know a lot of you run with the foros run you know diesel oil or whatever but but she was pushing something that she was told to sell which to me is a no-no just to get that upsell and i was like if you know anything about the foro motor it's that the valve covers leak and the rear main seals leak and you run that synthetic oil in there and these high mileage things and you're gonna be putting new seals in quite often or you're gonna be dealing with oil leaks because that's just the way the cookie crumbles or the plastic crumbles. Anyways, get back on point here. Bring it back on topic. If I could build the best off-road shop on the planet, I would take a 
mixture of if four wheel parts if you've ever been into a summit racing if summit if four wheel parts could make their stores like summit racing and have uh the good customer service and the knowledgeable staff that summit has uh, i like if you walk into a four wheel parts and again i don't want to knock on anybody who works there actually I found that individually, people who work at Four Parts are very nice, but when they're working behind the counter, the man has them say something and act a certain way, and I, and different stores are different, but here in Georgia, it's it's always like I'm met with an attitude, and uh, I think that just trickles down from the top in the whole corporate scheme. But if you know, I'd love uh, to walk into a store. That was a mix of uh, four-wheel parts and Summit, also mixed with REI and Bass Pro Shop. And uh, I would say over the years, the only place that I've been that that captured that um, feeling was OK Four-Wheel Drive in uh, New Jersey. Now, I haven't been to every shop in the United States. I've been to a bunch on the East Coast, and I don't even know this. I don't know a single person who works there. But I was doing outside sales, and... Um, I went in there and talked to a guy. I don't know his name. He was a really nice guy. But I would just walk around the store like in awe because they had just as much camping and overland gear as they did parts in the store. And it was a great experience. It was a cool location. The building was neat. Uh, and it just, I wanted to spend money even though uh, I, had, I had better things to do, bigger fish to fry. I was trying to sell gears to these guys. But I just thought it was a cool store. Um, and I know others like that exist. I just haven't been to them. And I've been to a lot of shops. And I would say the normal thing that you'd find, either have four-wheel parts or you'll go to an off-road shop that's in a strip mall or something like that. Or it's just a metal building uh, in an area. And you go in and there's a, there's a desk and it's just covered in papers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then uh, uh, the walls are just covered in... Uh, banners and things like that and then there's like a little seating area that might have like uh, used to have a nice smitty built uh, display thing that they have a few d-rings on um, but not much else maybe one toe strap or something with some dust on it and then um, you know that's about it and, uh, and, then, and then all the racks and or lifts and uh and then you go into some big, real big uh, area with all this stuff. But after you've walked around for a while, you realize it's just all the cheapest stuff they could put on the shelves. And there's only like one of them actually hanging there. And uh, you could go home and buy it on Amazon for cheaper. And uh, they don't have that many bays. They can't get you in that quick. And this isn't the case for all the shops. I've just been to a lot of different places. And... Uh, there just never seems to be anything in there. <coughs> so if I had unlimited funding and a way to have a good big retail space where uh, if you've ever been to a summit, there's only like three in the U.S. and there's one in Ohio, there's one here in Georgia. I don't know where the other one is, probably on the West Coast. But if you've ever uh, been to one, there's a lot on the shelves and they have a lot in the back. And of course, if I had the funding to do something like that, I had to get a sip of tea here. But if I had the funding to do something like that, that would be fantastic. Now, how I would envision it 
is, uh, I don't know what the building would be made of, probably a metal building with some kind of facade in the front, like, you know, brick or something like that. But what I think would be really cool is if, is if my shop had a uh, front porch, a wooden front porch similar to a Cracker Barrel, and this isn't a joke, I'm uh, being dead serious, um, kind of a facade, uh, kind of like Cracker Barrel, you know, a tin roof off the front, and uh, big wooden posts and wooden beams. I and mean, if I could build out a giant cabin of a place, I would definitely would. I mean, I love the feel of a cabin, wood floors when you come in. I mean, just kind of the feel of when you come in a Bass Pro Shop or when you walk into an REI and uh, they have the different elements to it like that. And I'd love to be able to uh, not just stock everything that, um, that Smitty built or rugged ridge or whatever which there's nothing wrong with that have some of that stuff too but you know go after some of the smaller companies like as gauges have those in stock and um just the different overland gear the different jeep parts that uh aren't as common when you go into some of these big box stores and of course that takes a lot of money to to put those things up there you know just to have you know if you decided i want to stock a few bumpers well, you have to pick one company because, and, and one Jeep model. Because if you think like, uh, even some of the biggest Jeep manufacturers don't stock because it's it's so many SKU numbers that you're going to need. And then you're committed. If you say, all right, I'm going to do it all for Jeep JLs or Jeep JKs. Well, somebody might want a stubby or a midwidth or a full size, you know, front and rear. And then they, now you just have the one brand. They want a different brand. It makes it diff, very, very difficult. But to have... Uh, you know the ability to do some of that would be really really cool and then on the service side I'd love the ability to offer a lot of different services so to be able to offer excuse me one sec <coughs> a couple things uh, I, and this takes employees and it takes space and it takes space and, and this is where I'd love to get one day but not necessarily anywhere I'm going to be anytime soon for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. You just never know. But if I win the lottery tomorrow, this is exactly what I'd like to do. So I'd love for it to be uh, a Bay Area for fabrication where you can get a cage built, you can get a LS motor dropped in, you can get uh, really custom stuff done. And then another area for simpler things, you know, lift kits and wheels and tires and bumpers and then quick bolt-on things that way you had mechanics that aren't stuck on a job that takes six months or two months and you got a guy that you have a different area where um you can get the quick stuff done a guy comes in or a girl or whoever uh and they say hey i just bought this jeep and i want a three inch lift and 35s and uh could you get that done? Or And then on the other side of the shop, you have a place to put the gears in. You get a place to swap axles. You got a place to swap a motor. And so you're not tying those things up. Uh, of course, I'd always love to do stuff in-house, like tinning or audio and stuff like that. Um, just not have to send anything out. Uh, even paint. I've only, I think I've only been to one shop, off-road shop, that actually does paint. And that is, uh, his name is Brad with over overbuilt customs i believe is the name down in florida he has a little paint booth uh in his shop and they 
paint there. So I, this one, the, the, probably the only one I've been to that, that has paint in house. And I thought that was really neat. Some people do like Linex in house, which is a little bit different. But to be able to do that is a cool service too. So I like, you know, it's neat, especially if you're in a market um, that can can it can support this much business. Though to be able to go in and get all the services you might would want done there and buy all the parts and be able to feel them and touch them and get an idea and what that environment would create is if you were a jeep owner or a truck owner and you weren't you had an idea but you're not someone who can draw you're not somebody who can do cad you know, you, you, you get, have some pictures of Jeeps you like on Instagram, but you don't want to copy them. You just kind of, you kind of know an idea of what you want. And then to be able to go in and kind of tailor make that with somebody and it not cost an arm and a leg, you know. And then to be able to explain why, you know, with your budget, this bumper, bumper A, would be better than bumper B. Or why, depending on your budget, you should go with bumper B. For quality purposes and things like that and to walk you through the different winches and why our harbor freight winch is different than a worn winch or something like that and i've always really enjoyed when a, when a customer gives me that opportunity even if that even if it doesn't fit their budget at least to be able to just educate them not to try to upsell them but just try to up educate them and i got that opportunity a lot at jcr off-road when people would come in we would do lift kits and uh, winches and things like that and of course installed our own bumpers but i love that because they were fully in charge of their build and in control it wasn't us pushing their our wheel on them and them going oh i really like it in the end you know it's like if you were building a house uh it's something you have to live with and live in and to spend just as much time in that vehicle most likely than you are your house you know so you want it to be what exactly you want it to be especially when you spend that much money um and i think that that's really important and i think you go to a lot of shops now especially corporate companies where they push their house brand they push what they know they can install quickly they get you in they get you out and you just don't feel like you were in control but that was maybe the only guy in town and i want to tell this to any shop owners that might be listening or customers who are going to shops here's the thing that they don't realize that i realize and i think this sets a lot of shops apart if they do realize it and they would face this most people who own a jeep have the ability to install the parts that they're having you install but they just don't have the time think about that I know a lot of guys that off-road that had their bumpers put on at a shop but they fully are capable and have the tools to put those bumpers on themselves but they don't want to have to do it because their time is important so when you're walking around when you're and this doesn't apply to everybody just if it applies to you take it you know if you go into a shop and they're cocky and they're telling you well we you know we had this many years of experience we're ASC certified blah blah it's six bolts it's eight bolts you know make sure you torque them you know people act like they're rebuilding an engine just to put a bumper on or a lift kit I mean seriously the majority of off-roaders can actually do it and some of you will disagree with me but I think with YouTube and 
Harbor Freight, you can cheaply buy the tools and you can figure out how to do it. And I really do give the credit to the vehicle owners out there. I think they have totally have the abilities to do it themselves. They just would prefer to save the time and have it done by an expert. It's the reason why people don't go to Valvoline or a quick change oil place. They actually go to the dealer for an oil change because they feel like the dealer should know how to do it best and they don't want to deal with the hassle of it being done wrong and they would prefer to have the paper trail of it being done by the manufacturer. It's not that the manufacturer's better. In fact, they're more expensive and they take longer. But that's why that someone would most likely be coming to you. Now, there's going to be people that come to you and say, I'm mechanically inept and I definitely need help and I don't even know what I need or want, but I want to be able to go off-roading and this is the kind of off-roading I want to be able to do. What do you suggest? And don't take advantage of those people. That's just my two cents. And that's what I want to do as a shop owner. And this totally wasn't to be a, you know, a bragging session or a advertisement session for Black Bear Off-Road. It totally was me thinking about what I want long-term to be able to provide. I may never be able to reach that carrot at the end of the stick, you know, but it's out in front of me and it's my vision of what I would love to have. You know, when I was a little kid, I always wanted to open a camping store. I even tried to convince my grandmother because I knew she had a little bit of money. Hindsight's 2020. Her having a little bit of money, it was, uh, you know, just thinking that she had a couple thousand. <laughs> she had she had a few thousand dollars back in the day, which I thought, hey, that's pretty good money for investment. You know, she's not a millionaire or anything like that. She just, <laughs> but you know, as a kid, you think, oh, my grandparents have money or whatever. And I said, why don't me and you start a camping store together? I got the knowledge. You got the money. She's a great, she's an interior designer. And I was like, hey, you know, we can we lay this place out perfect. And it, it was funny because she would always be like, all right, well, how would you do this or that? And, and, and get, let me spark that imagination. But, uh, you know, I don't think that that kid's died. In fact, I think I need to dig in. And, 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 you know, that kid that you were, uh, there was things that you wanted to do that you couldn't afford possibly, or, or maybe your parents didn't have time for it, or, uh, you just, there was things you wanted to do that just didn't happen. And as an adult, if you have the money or time to make it happen, why not do it? Like feed that inner child just a little bit. You know, I... I see a lot of people going to Disney nowadays, and it makes sense. It's like, maybe their parents were too busy trying to save money for their college to take them or whatever. But, um, you know, what I'm getting at is people are feeding their inner child. They're feeding their passion. They're feeding their wants. Uh, and, and they're wanting a shop owner and a shop and a place to go to, a retail place, um, you know, off building a vehicle is a very hands-on thing looking at it on instagram looking at it on facebook is one thing but then seeing walking out in your driveway and looking at it ordering a part on amazon it gets in you see it on your vehicle in the driveway and you're like uh, i don't think i really like that now i thought it looked cool you know being able to provide that much of a services and those many services and and, and that much of an experience for a customer would be amazing be fantastic 
And to me, that would be the ultimate shop. A big building, lots of bays, all great equipment, you know, tools, and being able to balance big tires and mount big tires and uh, being able to have a big retail area. Ooh, I forgot one little thing. I want to throw that in. I would love, 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 love if I owned a shop. And I think I'm going to try to do this as soon as I possibly can when I start our retail side, or not our retail side, but our, our, uh, our shop and install thing. But have a space for local Jeep clubs to have Jeep club meetings. Uh, for me, I was thinking of calling it the Bears Den. And uh, maybe have like one or two beers on tap, have some water there, and uh, just let them come in. You know, they'll have to pay for the beer. <laughs> but let them come in and uh, have their Jeep Club meeting or whatever, park in the driveway, come on a Sunday or Monday, whatever, after hours, and hang out. And I also love a space to do podcasts and YouTube videos uh, just dedicated to that. And, uh, you know, to be able to uh, kick back and provide to the community uh, would be super, super cool. As I don't know, I know some people meet at Jeep clubs, but there's a lot of people in um, here that they'll just meet at like a local restaurant um, in the parking lot, and they'll talk in the parking lot, and then they'll go in and eat. But it would be super cool if, like, uh, if as a shop you could provide hot dogs and hamburgers to, uh, you know, the 30-person Jeep club, and you did it that month, and let them come in for free, and then you get some beers there, or whatever, and. Uh, it's two bucks a beer, and you know, only you know, whatever. It'd be kind of, or you give it to them. I don't care. You can. It's your finances. I just thought that'd be super cool. They can come inside during the winter months or whatever, and they can discuss different things. If they, uh, if they had, if they wanted some to ask you as an owner of a shop, or ask some of your mechanics some questions, you know, make it available. I don't know. It'd be, one, it'd be good for your business, but two, it'd be great for the community, the Jeep community. And, it's just an idea that I had, but anyways, what would be your ideal off-road shop, or maybe it already exists, or maybe you already own it, post it up on my uh, social, just hit me with a DM, if I get enough DMs, I'll make a post about it on uh, Facebook, and, uh, or maybe Instagram, wherever I get the most responses from, and I'll post uh, uh, kind of the question, and what some of the responses were. But guys, I really appreciate you listening to this. Uh, the reason I shared it with you, obviously I'm in traffic and it's starting to pick up a little bit here. I'm about to hop on uh, uh, Highway 20 uh, westbound towards Birmingham. And I'm just getting past the capital here in Atlanta. But uh, uh, So I'm, I'm going to have to wrap things up. But I appreciate if you listened all the way through. appreciate you listening and I appreciate the support I've gotten on the channel. Um, you know, I don't care if I get 10 listens, 2 listens, or 1,000 listens. Uh, it means a lot for you guys when you do listen. I'm going to keep this up. I just wanted to share what was on my mind recently. You know, I think it's important no matter what you do to think what could be the greatest outcome of this. And then if it really is truly what you want to do, to go after it. And if you're just thinking about your own Jeep build, and you're like, what's the end goal of this? What's the purpose of this? Uh, if it's to impress your friends, let's do it. If it's to to be enjoyed and to be taken off road, to be camped out of, to share with your family, let's do it. You know what I mean? Um, when I say let's do it, I mean hit me up and ask me questions if you need it. If you've got all the skills and abilities, dude, get the funds together and build it. Like, enjoy it. That's what I mean. And, uh, you know, to me... 
I ride around and I see stuff all the time, like an old Forerunner or an old Pathfinder or an old pickup truck, and I'm like, man, I would love the ability to. I saw a, a, just a random Grand Cherokee today, and I thought that thing's clean. I'd love to build that, and uh, I would love, you know, for to have a shop that's a machine where I could go in and be like, all right, guys, I bought this three thousand dollar car or five thousand dollar car and let's build it and even if i just broke even on it we'd have the joy of building that shop build together and I, that's the feeling i get when i build cars i just really really enjoy it um and i know people feel that way about woodworking and building houses and all sort of other things um candy crush <laughs> the sims games you know what i mean but you get that fulfillment uh of doing something and creating uh like people who paint it's like you know our artistic outreach or whatever i don't think that i'm the greatest uh builder or fabricator of all time but i do think i have a great vision uh when it comes to cars i like to think that and uh you know I wouldn't say the word idle, but heroes of mine are like Chip Foose and and many many more that came along. You know, <coughs> that just those shows I grew up watching guys build stuff, and a lot of them you know are staged. I'm knowing finding that out now, but just some of the stuff that you just see built, it's so inspiring. If you go to like shows like Seymour, if you go to your local car show or Jeep show or Jeep meet. And you see these builds, you're just like, uh, man, I'd like to do that. And it's satisfying. It's fun. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just ultimately, sorry, I'm trying to merge right now. But it's it's awesome fulfillment to me. And it's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I hope you guys find something like that. And maybe it's building Jeeps. Maybe, uh. Maybe you are my biggest competition. Don't worry, I'm not your competition yet if you're listening in your shop because um, I'm probably the smallest fish in the pond, um, but I don't plan on staying that way very long. And, uh, well, just watch and see. Guys, I appreciate you listening. Hope you have an offer adventure in your future. And as always, we'll be seeing you.